Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, and as always, it's our mission on this podcast to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication, allowing you to thrive in whatever you want to do. On today's podcast, I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to tell you the origin of Novera Headache Center and explain the mission that we're on and why we are on this mission. So we've talked about we've talked about migraines, we've talked about we, we talk about the neck, we've talked about all these different subjects in between, but oftentimes just the story behind why this all came to be, how this all came to be, and why we are so passionate about it is something that I found can be really helpful. I listen to uh, a bunch of podcasts, and typically on those podcasts, the uh, the host of the podcast is telling their story repeatedly because it has an impact on their own life, and it's something that people can connect to and relate with. And so what I want to do on today's podcast is tell you my story. It's something that you've heard trickled throughout different podcasts, but uh, I, I'll give you the full version today. And then what else I want to do is I also want to talk through our mission and what it really means, because oftentimes when people listen to our podcast or interact with us in whatever capacity, whether that's in person, virtually, uh, you're on social media, you see a video, or you're listening to this podcast, one of the questions people have is, "What is this? is this appropriate for me? Will you help me? Have you helped someone like me? And so people, as they listen and interact with us, they're trying to pull out if we're speaking to them in any way. And oftentimes when people reach out to us, they say that this podcast speaks directly to them. Now, if you have not felt spoken to directly on this podcast, then hopefully this episode is for you. Because what I'm going to do is actually list out all the different diagnoses that we have seen here in the clinic and been able to help and impact and I think it's going to be surprising to you because there's a lot of diagnoses that maybe you wouldn't expect. Diagnoses that in the medical field and in this realm of medicine are assumed to be needing management, symptom management by medication. And what we've been able to do is accomplish our mission in all these different realms and in those specific diagnoses that were otherwise thought to have just people need to rely on medication. And so that's that's where we're going to head. Okay. So specific diagnoses, but I'm going to start with telling you my story and then we're getting into the mission. Where are we going? And do you even want to be a part of this? And, uh, and so hopefully you leave here having a lot of clarity on what, why I'm even talking into this mic and, uh, providing you with this information. I got my start as a physical therapist in physical therapy school in Rochester, Minnesota, the Mayo Clinic, has a wonderful physical therapy program. I was fortunate enough to be accepted into their program. And so I started uh, going through their process. Now, a few details about physical therapy school that I, I think are important. One, physical therapists learn how to understand movement problems and restore function to the body. Now, that can be in a, a lot of different settings. So whether that's neurologically and we're working in a rehab setting when someone has had a stroke. And so our understanding of the, the neurological system, of the central nervous system, of peripheral nerves, uh, of, of how our nervous system functions, that's something like it, at the Mayo Clinic, we had a lot of education in that realm. It also means that the musculoskeletal system is kind of our thing. 
especially when we think of outpatient clinics, like what we have here where people walk in, walk out, they have back pain, knee pain. Uh, we're treating specifically headaches and migraines, as you know, but that sort of world, we, we need to have a firm grip and grasp and understanding of the musculoskeletal system. So that's muscles, uh, bones, joints, tendons, ligaments, that sort of thing. All right. So we understand anatomy really well, and we understand function and how that impacts function. So the anatomy, the, the structure, the neurological system. So like the brain is our computer and how is it getting us to move? Uh, how is it processing? How is it coming up with a plan and then implementing that plan? So that's, that's PT school in a nutshell. Now, the actual like application of physical therapy, there was actually a point in, in PT school as I was shadowing and trying to understand like how we're impacting people that I got a little confused and I wasn't really quite sure how we were helping. It seemed like the orthopedic surgeon uh, was doing all the work and then we were just sort of rehabbing someone uh, to get them to move their knee better or to start walking, which is important, but it just didn't feel that impactful. And, uh, there was actually a time where I started to reconsider, like, am I, am I going down the right direction? Because I wanted to have a big impact on people's lives. But what happened was I, I stuck with it and I got introduced to some of these really, really good clinicians. And what they happened to be good at was called manual therapy. And it was this type of treatment where you use your hands to intervene and improve function to the body. And there's all sorts of different techniques and ways that you can do this, but hands-on treatment seemed to be this like underlying theme that that was effective. And I found a few of these guys out in Minnesota and I shadowed them and they just loved what they did. And patients would come to them from all over the state and they would get better. Like they would actually improve and, and their lives were improved and their quality of life was improved. And they would spend, you know, a half hour, an hour session, a couple times a week. And you would see things like their back pain would resolve or they could, their knee pain would resolve and they could walk again and, uh, or even their neck or their shoulders and, and the function to these systems and, and to these joints would improve. And, and it was just like, wow, this is, this is cool. This is what, uh, I want to pursue. And so I, I latched on to one, uh, a couple of guys, but, um, there's a guy in um, Faribault, Minnesota, uh, Dave Weber, and he taught a weekend course at uh, at the Mayo Clinic on the neck and the jaw. And I took that and it was just like, it was material that we did not have in PT school. And uh, we'll get into this in a second, but one of the problems with headache and migraine patients not being treated and looked at as a neck problem or a potential neck problem and not being evaluated properly is that physical therapists don't necessarily have the understanding of the neck in particular. But I was fortunate to take this course by Dave Weber, and he uh, was able uh, to just sort of illuminate these different things within the neck as far as biomechanics, how the jaw should function, how the neck should function. It was really incredible. And so I went and shadowed him and he would, he was able to work on, on patients at a level that I hadn't seen before and, and people would improve and they would improve that visit. I mean, it was, they'd come in some sort of pain and they would leave and they would feel better. And that sort of relief was actually something I hadn't seen as commonly within physical therapy. I mean, uh, what was more common is someone would come in, they'd do a series of exercises and then they'd leave. And there wasn't necessarily this like leaving with the feeling of relief. You just sort of left 
feeling exercised and you knew you had to go through it because that's just the process the doctor prescribed for you. Uh, so working with, with Dave, we were not working with him, but shadowing him. It was just this moment of this is really something that I, I could get behind. And so I pursued that. After PT school, uh, I, I worked in a clinic that was a with other manual therapists. So this was like a, you know, you, you just jump in and you use your hands and because understand that physical therapy school does not necessarily prepare you to be able to go into a clinic and really know how to use your hands well. There are programs out there that have more of a focus on that, uh, but for the most part, physical therapy programs don't necessarily do that. It's the clinicals. And so if you're fortunate to have a clinical and a really good practice, um, you'll feel confident coming out of school, but otherwise there's a lot of learning that goes on in your first job. And so that was me. I was learning, but I knew I was excited about this and I knew I wanted to do it. And what was cool was as a manual therapist, and as I was learning these techniques, I started to see patients with neck pain and headaches and they would improve. And, and there was this, this underlying problem that we talk about a lot on this podcast of movement, the loss of function in the neck. And so there's the foundation of physical therapy, understanding the musculoskeletal system, the neurological system, and how those should function together to allow us to move properly. All right. And so to summarize from that sort of foundation, the neck problem was a loss of movement. So that's the musculoskeletal system wasn't functioning the way it should, the joints, the muscles were irritated, ligament tension, things like that. And the neurological system was picking up this pain signal and it was referring it to other places. So that's what the headache, uh, that's neck tension and, and even patients that have like ridiculous symptoms into their arms, things like that. So that's what I was seeing a lot of. Now I did that. And occasionally I would have someone with the migraine diagnosis and it was this big, like scary, Ooh, what do I, what do I do when someone has the diagnosis of a migraine? Because we were told, or as far as I knew, we were supposed to send them to the neurologist because a migraine is a neurological problem. And that's not something physical therapists or treating the neck should really be able to, to handle or improve. But what happened was these patients would come in and they would tell me, I have seen five or six different neurologists in town. I've tried all the medications and nothing has helped. And so they were desperate. And so what happened was we, I would evaluate them and I'd look at their neck and their neck would be tight and they would have the same problem that just the people with tension, headaches and neck pain would have. And I would treat it. And to, to my surprise, they would improve. They, they actually saw a dramatic improvement in their quality of life, the reduction of the frequency and the intensity of their migraines. And oftentimes it would just go away. I mean, patients would come back month after month or months would go by and they'd say, I've been fine after they started with a couple of migraines a week. And so what I did was I said, okay, either this migraine diagnosis is just improperly given or the migraine diagnosis isn't being improperly given, but it's just misunderstood as like what's causing it. And so what I did is I researched and I looked up what is actually causing a migraine? What is a migraine? What do we understand of these symptoms? And I found that uh, there wasn't too many conclusions. So 
if you get to the, the bottom of, so you start with a migraine diagnosis and you start asking the question, but why, but why, but why, but why, but why, where it leads you is to like a black hole of nothing. I mean, it's like, it's, it's very disappointing, but our, our medical system interacting with people with migraines is just functioning off of assumptions. And that to me as a provider was like, just it, it was approval to move forward into this realm because if I could help one person with a migraine by treating their neck and our medical system didn't have an answer, then I was just going to say, hey, this is conservative. I'm not prescribing a medication. There's like virtually no side effects. So why don't we just keep moving forward with assuming that people that have these migraine symptoms also have a neck problem. And let's just see how that goes because our medical system was not providing an answer. And so I started doing that. I actually started creating videos. And so people would come to me with, with migraines. There was actually a good friend of mine from high school that sent his wife in just because he saw my videos and she was not getting relief anywhere else. She knew she didn't want medication. She came in six weeks later. She's she's in great shape, feeling much, much better. Um, and again, is a neck problem. And patient after patient, I, I was seeing this. And for probably a year, year and a half, I felt like there was no one that was not going to improve. So, so I believed that every single person with a migraine um, was going to get better as long as I could see them. Okay. So that's how dramatic these changes were. That's how, um, that's the scenario of people with this migraine diagnosis have seen neurologists have taken medication, had the neck problem. We treated the neck problem. They got better. Okay. Now, the other thing that is interesting within the research is there's actually a connection between the neck and the symptoms of a migraine. And I talk about that, um, in one of my previous podcasts, uh, connecting the migraine to the neck. And so I want you to listen to that. If you're hearing this, you haven't heard that episode, listen to that. Cause I go into detail in regards to how the neck is connected. And there's actually perfectly reasonable expl explanations in regards to that connection. So what's the problem? Why is it that me as a re relatively new grad physical therapist, um, learning some of these techniques for the neck, which I did not come up with, um, all I've done is apply them to these different diagnoses, people that are stranded in our healthcare system trying to find a solution outside of medication. I've done that over and over again and found success and then looked at the research and said, well, what am I, what am I doing? What's the connection? Seeing that the research actually draws that connection. So why doesn't the rest of our healthcare field um, get on board? Well, there's two things. One is, like I said, in physical therapy school, we do not, I did not personally, I did not necessarily have an education on the neck. Um, I definitely did not have an education that was robust enough to allow me to leave physical therapy school and have someone with a neck problem in front of me. And especially if that was a headache or a migraine and, and know what to do outside of like improving posture and maybe some gentle like neck stretches or range of motion. And honestly, if I took a test in PT school and it was a scenario where a patient had a neck problem and I said, let's work on posture, let's do some neck stretches, um, I would probably pass. They'd say, yeah, that's great. That's what you should do. And so I would say in general, the physical therapy profession, especially new grads coming out of school without specific continuing education training are not equipped to know how to handle this type of neck problem, know how to screen it evaluate it properly, and then treat it. 
So that's problem number one. Our own profession who should be evaluating and understanding a movement problem in the neck, it's very, very challenging to find someone who can evaluate and treat it properly. I've even provided videos to patients that are out of state, said, show this to your physical therapist, and I want them to do this. And I explain it in the video, I show them the technique, and they'll take it to that provider, and it just it will not happen. Now, granted, it, that's more um, speaking to just me trying to educate through a video because learning these techniques takes time. The other thing that's a bear is it takes repetition. And the number of patients that have headaches or migraines that are going through physical therapy, um, it's it's a low percentage. There's not too many. And so getting repetitions of seeing the neck over and over and over again is challenging, even if someone wants to pursue that. All right. So I was fortunate and then I was able to find physical therapists that were good manual therapists and then be in a setting where I was able to work on the neck. So the other problem is that it is assumed both largely in the physical therapy profession and then very much so in the medical field with MDs that migraines are a neurological problem. That's what is that's what is assumed. And so in one hand, they'll say, we don't know the source of headaches and migraines, but in the same sentence, they'll say that they're a neurological problem and you can't have it both ways. Now, we, I talked with my staff the other day and assuming that it's a neurological problem is basically saying that the neurological system is involved. But as I say, as I talked about in the podcast about connecting the neck to migraines, is that they're assuming that the the pain is just manifesting itself um, just spontaneously, all right? So you just spontaneously have pain coming from these blood vessels and your neurological system picks it up and all these things are sensitized. Now, that kind of spontaneous um, pain is where I have a problem. I have an issue with that. Um, that's where they'd say, we don't know the source of it, but we know enough to say like, it's just a spontaneous event. So they're very confident and not being confident. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a strange dynamic when you um, really get into this. And so the problem is that there's, there's not a sense of knowing how to screen the neck properly. And if physical therapists are supposed to be the ones doing it and they're not doing it, then it's just like nothing will ever improve. And so assuming migraines are a neurological problem is really a barrier um, because if you have these symptoms of one-sided pounding, throbbing sensation, light and sound sensitivity, nausea, or maybe an aura with or without an aura, you're just going to get the diagnosis of a migraine. And then it's accepted within the healthcare system that that's a neurological problem. And what that means is that you just need medication. All right. So you're seeing the issue here. So why do we do um, what, what we do and how did we come to our mission, which is to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from that life of fear uh, and dependence on medication. All right. So everyone with headaches and migraines. So who is this for? And when I say everyone, I really do mean everyone. And I, I'm going to go through a list of diagnoses, but everyone with headaches and migraines. So what do I mean by that? Now there are, so for example, there are uh, types of tumors that cause headaches. There are thunderclap headaches that are a result of a brain bleed. Um, if you are someone that has been struggling with headaches and migraines for years, they've done all the screens, they can't give you an answer, you're stuck on medication, 
You are who I'm talking to. If you have any sort of head or facial pain and you have not had an answer, you are who I am talking to. Now, list of diagnoses that we have seen that have improved with our process. Occipital neuralgia, trigeminal neuralgia, migraine with aura, migraine without aura. That's probably migraine is the most common diagnosis that we see here in the clinic. Most of the patients we see have been diagnosed with migraine. Atypical migraine, hemiplegic migraine, tension type headaches. All right. Malde debarkment syndrome. That's like, you're just dizzy. Like you feel like you're on a ship, you're unsteady throughout the day. BPPV. So another type of dizziness that's more spinning. That's true vertigo vestibular migraine. So you're dizzy and you have migraine symptoms, cervicogenic headache. That's a headache from the neck. That's a less common diagnosis. But if you've received that diagnosis, we definitely want um, to see you in our clinic. Um, we've helped people with POTS. We've helped people with daily persistent headaches or chronic daily headaches. So these are the ones where you you wake up one day and the headache's there and it just never goes away. You just constantly have, typically it's a low-grade headache that's there all the time and it doesn't necessarily fluctuate much. It's just you have a headache. Um, tinnitus, so ringing in the ears, pressure in your ears, ear fullness, uh, we've treated sinus pressure headaches. So you go to the ENT, they do a scan of your sinuses, they can't find anything. Uh, there's been a lot of people that have come through our system with this diagnosis that have done really well. Um, TMJ-related headaches, so dysfunction of the jaw leading to headaches. You got pain in your jaw giving you a headache. We've seen hypnic or alarm clock type headaches. Uh, this is typically in the 50 or older um, category, but it's the same time every night you're woken up uh, by a uh, by a headache. Um, and then jaw pain specifically, uh, we work on quite a bit. So there's, there's a list and there's more than that, but that's just me sitting down and for five, 10 minutes thinking through all of the different diagnoses. Now, a couple of them I want to highlight hemiplegic migraines. So these are migraines that actually feel like you are having, you're having stroke-like symptoms. Now, if you have stroke-like symptoms and you've not been screened for like having a stroke, then please do not um, call us. If you're in the midst of that, um, yeah, go to the hospital. Um, but if, if you have been diagnosed with hemiplegic migraines and you don't have an answer, we see that, uh, and it's not uncommon. We see it in our clinic. Um, atypical migraines, that's migraines without actual pain. And so you don't necessarily have like throbbing sensation in your head or a sharp pain anywhere, uh, but you have these other symptoms, whether it's um, nausea, dizziness, you have an aura. Typically it's an aura that people experience a visual disturbance, but you don't even have to have pain in your head. You don't have to have pain in your neck. Just those symptoms are enough where we go down through our process and, and we can find things and uncover things that we can actually treat. So what, what does that mean? Does that mean like every one of these diagnoses is a neck problem? No, not necessarily. But it means that in our mission, we are wanting to educate and empower you. I have different providers on this podcast, and those providers help people in dramatic ways. I'm not trained in how to do what they do, but we want you to reach out to us so that we can educate you, and then you work with someone like that. But we understand where these symptoms come from enough so that we can point you in that direction. Okay. So now all of those diagnoses we have seen and worked on their neck, shoulders, jaw, improved function. Like I said, that foundation of physical therapy applied to the neck 
and they have gotten better. That doesn't mean that everyone with those diagnoses has a neck problem. But I will say that if you have that diagnosis, one of these diagnoses that I listed, you're still searching for a solution, you have not found it yet, and you want to get off a of medication, and you want to stop fearing about the next day when your symptoms are going to hit, yes, reach out to us, and we want to help you. We want to be helpful to you to understand how to break out of this cycle of just being told it's a neurological problem that leads to medication, and you cannot find an answer, all right? We want to provide you with an answer for a high percentage of people that's actually going to be um, we intervene and we provide our treatment approach to you. That's that manual therapy I talked about, but we want to be much, much bigger and larger than just manual therapy because we have a vast understanding seeing all these patients and having the experience with all these different types of headaches and migraines. Um, we know what most people need. We, we feel very, very confident with the strange one-off types of scenarios. And so if you feel like, ah, oh, they, they don't know, what to, they won't know what to do with me. They probably haven't seen anyone like me. I would say try us because we've seen a lot of that and uh, we love a challenge and we would love to help you. How, how you reach out with, with how you reach out to us, how you, how do you engage with us? So go online go on our website, NoveraHeadacheCenter.com. And by the way, Novera means new era. So moving forward, we want to have a new era for healthcare, for you and your life and your quality of life and what that looks like. Go on our website, book uh, either a virtual evaluation. If you're here in town, book an in-person evaluation. We do free discovery visits for people in person. You can book that right on our website. Um, reach out to us, at, whether that's like emailing Bria up at the front at hello at NoveraHeadacheCenter.com. Uh, we are passionate about what we do and we want to help you. And I don't want your diagnosis and wondering if you're a good fit for our clinic to be a barrier um, to you reaching out and actually finding the relief that you're looking for. And by the way, I talk a lot about manual therapy, but just on Monday, I finished up with a person that was dealing with uh, weekly a couple of times a week, getting migraines and daily headaches. And we went through our process, which is six weeks, uh, sorry, six visits. And we meet every two weeks and I'm coaching her or him on everything that, that they need to know and all of our understanding of, of how you can best take care of your neck. And um, they were 90% better, 90%. I, I did not touch them. And that's what I'm talking about is just like providing you with a better understanding of what can be done. And again, this is someone who thought they had tried everything, 90% improved with our virtual process. So if you can't come out to see us and you've been listening to our podcast and you're like, oh, what do I do? This guy's so helpful, or um, I want this type of neck treatment, we can help you virtually. And so please reach out and do that. Thank you for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast. As always, it's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication, thriving in everything you do. 